welcome back to Mission Accomplished. My name is Michelle. My name's Garrett. And uh, by the time this episode comes out, it will be after the election, after Halloween. <laughs> so crazy. So before we get into anything, so who knows who the president is right now? <laughs> this well, is technically, be... it's still Donald Trump, no matter what. Yeah, but we don't know what's so. But well, well, who knows what's gonna happen? Literally, Ooh, this is weird. Um, this is ha- so weird because, like, yeah, like Garrett said, by the time you guys are listening to this, we'll have we'll post election. Like, this, yeah. it's so freaking weird. Well, like, we this think will be we'll the, know. Be the morning after. I what mean, are, they're gonna be counting results for weeks. Yeah, because of the mail-in ballots. So True. we'll see. We'll see. It's really hard to say. I I'm so nervous. How are you feeling? I literally have no idea. I have, I have no clue. I feel like I'm about to enter a black hole. If you could, if you could write a letter to yourself a week from now, you know, because by the time this comes out, it'll be like two different worlds, pretty much. Like this, these are the last few days. Will they be two different worlds? I don't know. Probably not. I think think it's going to be crazy. I think there are going to be riots no matter what but they're already riots true they're still happening yeah they never stopped exactly. i think that's the thing they never stopped uh-huh um halloween will be over which is sad halloween's a fun time michelle what were some of your favorite halloween costumes you saw this year online online yeah Ooh. just at all oh my god well, first of all eugene yang mm-hmm. insane like he had like a, a week of halloween costumes he did like the entire cast of avatar the last airbender so amazing i was really impressed i was a big fan of mac does it's uh spongebob oh my god those were pretty good mac does it and his boyfriend jake Mm -hmm. what were the what were the characters barnacle boy and mermaid man that was it and ding 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 we did it that was the word of the day what is going on the word of the day was barnacle. Ooh. Hi. Thank you to Regination for submitting barnacle. I saw that word and thought there's no way that's happening, but I figured it out. And what is the word of the day? Follow me on Instagram. Submit the word of the day. The word of the day, I try to get Michelle to say a random word in the podcast mm-hmm. to fill time. Oh. Oh, no. All right. Anyway, okay. uh, anyway, Halloween's fun, um, but that's not what we're what we're here to talk about. Because by the time this comes out, Halloween's over. People are over it. Spooky season is done. We're into Christmas land now. So we're not talking about Halloween anymore. So you're us. Yeah, I'm surprised it. you said we're into Christmas land because you like Thanksgiving a lot. I do, but I'm not going to deny societal pressures of it's apparently Christmas, Christmas time. I love so Christmas. what we're jingle, talking? Jingle. Well, what we're talking oh, about today? That's the drug in Riverdale. Never mind. That's what the drug in Riverdale is called? Yeah. Like, jingle Jingle. Like their version of Coke is called Jingle Jingle. There's no way that's true. I swear to God. Oh my God. Jingle Jingle? Is it? Is it jingle Jangle. Jingle Jangle. Is it supposed yeah. to be Coke or is it supposed to be like heroin well, or something? Well, it's, it's like a... I I don't think it's like what they call Coke. I think it's it's, its own drug, but essentially it's Coke. Right. I remember from like season two or something back when I was actually watching Riverdale that there was like a storyline about drug trafficking and people taking what jingle is, jangle. I know what Riverdale was supposed to be about and what it was originally about. What is it about now? I don't know. I feel like every CW show is the same. 
you know? But what happens? It's just... Give me, like, a little taste of what uh, the world of Riverdale okay. is like. I mean, like, season one, the <laughs> pilot is Archie having a sexual relationship with his teacher. But then, like, Betty's in love with Archie, but Archie's in love with Veronica. But Veronica's dad doesn't want her dating Archie. And then it turns out Veronica's dad is, like, I don't know. He's some sort of like schemer. Maybe he's in charge of the jingle jingle. I can't remember. It's a bunch of hot people that like, you know, they're dealing with murders and seances and devilish spirits. Spooky. You really have no idea what could happen. It's basically a high production value soap opera. Sounds about right. Uh, It looks really cool. But again, I guess we're not here to talk about Riverdale. (laughs) We're here to talk about. Uh, no, there was no word of the day hidden in that conversation. That was just a uh, genuine interest in what the hell's going on over with Riverdale. But today we're here to talk about the big question that everyone's asking. The Will big... you marry me? Yes, I already asked you yeah! the question. That's not what I was referring to. Okay. The big elephant in the room is what the honk <laughs> is YouTube Rewind 2020 going to be? Right. And will it even happen? And 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 not our rewind because that's that we're gonna go into that. But I mean the 2020 official YouTube rewind. Do you think right now they're even going to attempt to make one, or do you think they're just gonna bail and say nah? That's I don't know because last year they for anyone who doesn't know what YouTube rewind is, it's basically usually this giant acid trip music video that happens every year and it features like literally hundreds of creators from all over the world celebrating the best memes and internet trends of the year um i think youtube also uses it for like advertisers probably anyway probably you know it does hundreds of millions of views and it's always like a big deal to be asked to be in youtube rewind well, I think it was a big deal. And now it is just the trend is YouTube Rewind is bad. I think everyone knows well, here. 2018, YouTube Rewind was very, very bad, objectively. And then in 2019, they did something they'd never done before where instead of creating something scripted or music video-like, it was sort of like a top 10 countdown. No, they had, they did do that before. That was what the first Rewind was. Oh, the first rewind was Rebecca Black talking about. Well, at least about, you had Rebecca Black. Was talking about the top ten videos that okay, that happened that year. So they're actually going back to their roots. Um, but yeah, it, you know, the idea is it's an amalgamation of everything that happened on YouTube that year, and people generally don't like it because it's a really hard thing to produce, right? But what we're talking about is what do you think is going to be in rewind, and do you think they're going to do it? Because you didn't answer that question. Are they going to make it? I don't know how they would do it. Because, but do you think they're going to make one at all? I could see a couple different avenues. I could see them. You know what? If they were making one, I feel like we would have heard about it. Why? We, we wouldn't have been asked to be in it, but Why I feel we, like. But we didn't hear about it last year. Because no one we knew was in it. But why would why would that change this year? I guess what I'm saying is I feel like if there was a rewind this year, we would have maybe maybe i think we have more friends than we do but i don't know last year we didn't know we assumed they were so why would that change this year you know 
Well, we didn't hear from anyone and because nobody knew what was going on. You, do you see what I'm saying? Like, if we knew, if we, if we had knew somebody who was going to be in YouTube Rewind, we may have heard about it or seen a little behind the scenes snippet or something on like Instagram or something. Yeah, but what I'm saying is we didn't know that last year either, and it did happen. Like, no, we didn't... it didn't because last year was a Watch Mojo video. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, but in the past, have you seen snippets of it online and whatnot? Because I haven't. They they do a pretty good job at keeping that under wraps. Yeah. It seems. I guess so. I just, I don't know. Because obviously the top 10 thing didn't work for them. That people hated it. But they can't bring creators together in person because of COVID this year. I mean, you can. There's a, there's a responsible way to do it. Will they just blame it on COVID and that's their, that's their out? That's what I think they might do is take an out and be like, oh, COVID, we're not going to do it. I could also see them doing something where they sort of give it over to creators I see, in I don't, some re the, I really bizarre and weird way where like people self-record something at home. I could. Okay. That I could believe. They're not going to have like... Yeah, I actually, I, I could see that one happening. I could see some like really cool edited Zoom knockoffs thing where, you know. Does anyone want that though? No, no one wants no. any of it. I don't think. So that's I why we're going to make our own because. We, I, so that is, that is a risky thing to do is to make a YouTube Rewind 2020. So uh, just to say it, we said it in the past podcast, but I'll say it again. We are making YouTube Rewind 2020, the musical. Last year, we made a musical for YouTube Rewind 2019. We're doing it again this year. Another musical, same format, same style. It's going to be a blast. We're in the middle of making it right now. We're in the songwriting phase. It is so much fun. The music is amazing. It is bigger and better than it was last year. Why are we doing this? Is this a bad idea? Do you think we can? Do you think we can do it well? Because it's like one of the hardest things to do is a rewind, right? It's one of the hardest things to do because you have yeah, I mean, so people, much responsibility. People give YouTube a lot of flack for though the rewind wasn't good this year or something like that, but none of those people have tried to do a rewind before, like. When you really sit down and think of literally everything that has happened in in 2020, which is a lot, um, and try to think like, what do I prioritize? What creator or moment should be highlighted more than others? Because you can't include everything, obviously. So then you have to pick and choose like which creators have solos or have bigger moments versus others that have smaller moments and they're really tough decisions to make when a a lot of things happen in a year and b you also want to cover a large landscape of content that i might not personally consume necessarily so like mm -hmm. you know any any individual person doesn't watch every vertical of youtube but because it's a rewind has to include all those yeah or in our musical we're trying to be very inclusive of of everything from you know genre to 
ethnicity to background and you're you never know? you're never going to hit it all you know yeah you're never going to it's very challenging you're, you're never going to include every youtuber that people think deserve to be in there it's just not possible there's too many people and there's too many things um so we're we're trying our best to boil the youtube year down into the similar to what we did last year is boil it down to like what are the four or five highlights biggest moments on the platform and let's write songs about those or using those as our characters or point of view i think it's even more challenging when you bring in the element of a musical because in normal youtube rewind i'm not referring to the watch mojo video last year all of the ones before it you can cram in a lot of references because it's cohesive but also like amorphous in the sense that like you can go from one scene with 10 creators into another scene with 10 creators and and keep moving through that whereas in a musical each song has a theme or like a centerpiece around it and if you don't have that the song feels uninspired and it yeah, feels yeah like random. you can't just like we can't just like sing a list of events mm-hmm. if that makes sense like that would be boring like last year's rewind like last year's actual rewind yeah it's yeah you list. don't you don't want us to sing a list of everything that happened all year so then we have to say okay well like this song is going to be centered around uh the gaming vertical of youtube okay so now we have to pick who are the the creators we think really made an impact on youtube this year in the gaming vertical okay great uh are we are we showcasing the wide breadth of creators um on a gender race ethnic background are you know are are we discussing all the key events both positive and negative that have happened in the gaming community what are the important games to reference like among us obviously um yeah because it behooves us to include as many people as we can because it's more fun that way and there are more easter eggs for you guys yeah it's really hard writing for some of the youtubers that we don't personally watch all the time because you want someone whoever you want making the re- the musical or the piece or the rewind you need them to be fans of the content and this is something that we talk about a lot in the brainstorming phase of when we're songwriting so michelle and i often talk about the person making it needs to be a fan of the material. It can't just be somebody who is looking at the data and saying, okay, we need to add a reference here for this or a reference here for that. And because that. I think that's an, an issue that sometimes people find with the real YouTube Rewind. Totally agree. Is Yeah, they, they find they're not fans of the content. They're people who are like looking at data, like here's are the things we need to show. And that while that's a good starting place, once you pick those things then you need to go in and be like oh for example somebody who isn't necessarily a fan of pewdiepie might not know how to fill in the references from his streams or from the games or from meme review or whatever it is they would know those very specific details that make it so rewarding and even though those references are so specific and not everyone will get them, those are the bigger payoffs in the song. And the more specific little payoffs 
you can add, the more that like something will appeal to like to everyone. Everyone will have a little nugget in there that like appeals to them and that they find, oh, wow, I was represented there because that super niche like joke was in there that I would have never expected to see in a rewind. To me, that is my goal in making this rewind. Like that's my personal perspective on it is we need to be fans of all this all of the content or references we're putting in so we're doing what we're doing is anything that big happened this year making sure we do a lot of research we'll watch a lot of their content and not just like scrubbing through and like genuinely be like do we like this and are we fans of this and if we were and if we are fans of this what about it appeals to us and how can we boil that and put it into the piece so that's kind of what the you know, the songwriting process has been so far with our amazing lyricist, Steve Greist, who worked with us last year on the rewind, um, on the musical, and who also played PewDiePie in last year's musical. Uh, what has been your favorite part so far of making this year's rewind? I think that so far it's been like a really welcome joy. Um, it's exciting to put together something like this it's so different from our normal content um and it feels very like it just feels we all like kind of become a family like it's sort of like doing like a real musical in that you get really close with everyone in your cast and then when it's over you have like post-show depression kind of (laughs) um i like it because it feels like something that that matters. Um, I like it because I I've I love the the what we create and the people we get to highlight because I'm fans of them and it's it's exciting. Like last year, I wasn't expecting so many people or creators we featured in the musical to share the content, mm-hmm. and I'm really you know hopeful that that happens this year too because a lot of my favorite creators are going to be in this one. Yeah. It was kind of like a uh, sign of approval. Like, you know, we had very, a lot of the creators that we featured in the musical ended up sharing it, reposting it. And it made us feel, wow, usually people all, everyone shits on the real rewind and that to have those like Titans of the platform kind of give us their sign of approval was, it felt really good. Cause it, to me, it felt like I did, I did them, justice as a fan you know what i mean like and, and as my uh, as a creator myself so that was really rewarding i'm enjoying the, the the musical because it's allowing us to be creative in new ways that we're not able to be in mm-hmm. on challenge accepted and i love challenge accepted but like this is a more narrative you just get to flex your creative muscles in a different way that we mm-hmm. don't get to as often and it's such an interesting creative puzzle putting together something like this. And I love that kind of challenge. It's been really, really fun. Yeah, I love it too. And um, it's kind of scary though because we, unlike normal Rewind, they hire or they bring in real YouTubers to play themselves. Mm-hmm. In this, we hire actors to play youtubers which i think is even funnier having (laughs) like broadway level actors portraying youtubers is hilarious to me it it definitely is but it's also nerve-wracking because it's like i hope that we tell the story in a way that 
they'll enjoy um, mm-hmm. because uh, you know we talk about the good and bad in a lot of these songs I think that this rewind is going to be different from last year in that way in that we more head-on address some of the more dramatic things that happened this year well what's tough is that rewind is supposed to be a review of the youtube landscape not the year like as a whole it's supposed to be specific to youtube however 2020 presents an interesting problem because so much of the year is based on the like the world on a global scale with the pandemic and with Black Lives Matter and all of those things happening, they can't be ignored in something like Rewind. But you need, so how do you address that? And I know I don't know how YouTube corporate is going to address it if they do make their own Rewind. They can't ignore it. But like, and you'd also don't want a whole Rewind that's just quarantine Zoom jokes the whole time. Because right. like, we're, we're sick of that. We don't want that either. So what we're trying to do is like a nice balance between like, how can we tell the story of YouTube from this year? But it's being informed by the global events that are non YouTube related, you know, just the life events that are occurring. And so far, I think we've done a good job at that. And I hope people, you know, feel similar, similarly. Um, but it's been a fun challenge for sure. Yeah. I'm nervous. What's, what's making you nervous? Pulling it off or reception of it? Both. Yeah. Those are the same to me. Mm. Uh, Because pulling it off means like not just completing it, but like sticking the landing and and making it awesome. Mm -hmm. I'm nervous because, yeah, like we're we're addressing some more uh, dramatic topics this year. Uh, And we are also pulling in an element of also the like social issues from the year too. And those are all sensitive subjects that we really want to do justice. You can't do a rewind without including it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could definitely do it wrong. Oh, yeah. And we brought in a really amazing team to make this rewind happen. Yeah. Like we, we, we tapped on, we, we tapped a lot of people, a lot of people to come together to kind of figure out how we can make this work. And, I trust this team so much with their talent and their ability and their backgrounds and their experiences. So um, I think this is a perfect time to talk about how cozy my underwear is feeling. Michelle, have you noticed that like this week, just your underwear has felt amazing? Hard agree. Yes. So why is that? That is because, ladies and gentlemen, MeUndies. It is the holiday season. Can you believe it? This year's almost over. We all know things might be looking different this year. And Me Undies is here to make it more comfortable. Y'all, they got the coziest, comfiest products that will make your time inside because y'all know we ain't going outside all the more enjoyable. Time to relax, stay in and watch movies. So I've been wearing me undies quite frequently because you, love you said it looks makes my butt look good. They look yeah, your and butt looks I great. have been I have been absorbing and rolling with that one compliment all week. So well, actually all month since I it's think been it's a the month softest now. fabric I've ever touched in my life. It's pretty great. And 
And because the holidays are right around the corner, Me Undies has a brand new winter product array this year. You can get your cozy on with their new PJ sets and holiday themed prints. And Me Undies also has a fantastic membership program, y'all. You can get a new pair of undies or socks every month and give your top drawer a complete refresh, which is not a bad idea considering how often you need to be getting new underwear to be sanitary. <laughs> Just saying. Y'all know we love to do y'all a solid and get you guys a discount when we can. So we are so excited to share with you that if you go to meundies.com slash mission accomplished, you can get 15% off your first order and free shipping. And I know some of y'all need to change your underwear. So hit it up. That is meundies.com slash mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. Our butts are cozy, warm, and clean. Where were we? Uh, we were talking about the musical, the challenges of this musical. Okay, let me tell you all the challenges. Oh, we got more challenges. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, so it's challenging on a creative perspective. I think I'm more anxious about it this year also because on the production perspective, literally knocking on over right now, uh, we're doing COVID protocol. We're doing all that stuff. Uh, we actually have a... COVID compliance team that we have hired to come in and supervise the whole thing and make sure everybody's all negative and clean and safe and masked up when they need to be. Um, and I think that just, it's it's anxious. I can't remember the last time I was in a room with 20 other people and that will be happening socially distant and safe and under COVID compliance. Yeah, right. it's going to be an interesting experience. I'm excited to get back into it. We haven't really done a film shoot, like a, a proper shoot since this all started for us. Being in LA, we're a little bit more locked down than most. So um, it's just going to be fun. What is your, what is the one part of the musical? And you don't have to, maybe no spoilers. Okay. Well, I've been spoiling things on the you stream. You have. So have you apparently. I heard that you were telling people about who who was in. Well, Daniel's in it, obviously. Well, that wasn't a spoiler. No, I mean like what the YouTubers are that oh. we're featuring. Okay, we, won't, give, we shouldn't say that. We're then. not going to say it here. Because that's a surprise. That's a surprise. But what, what uh, part of the musical that we've written so far, and you don't have to spoil it, so you can be vague, but what part are you most excited about for and why? excited about all the songs which is really fun each of them and that sounds like a cop-out answer each of them i have something i'm like ooh, that's gonna be really cool i haven't seen this type of thing done in the way we want to do it type of thing maybe a better question to ask is what uh what is your favorite musical reference that we're doing so ooh. in our musical we do in songs inspired by other big popular Broadway, Broadway songs. songs. So what musical reference that we're doing are you most excited for? I think I'm musically really excited for the opener because it's inspired by Dear Evan Hansen. I love Dear Evan Hansen. I took you to see Dear Evan Hansen. I know. It was One great. first dates. I know. It was amazing. And I fell in love with the music except How to Break in a Glove because that song is yeah. trash. But everything else is good. <laughs> Love everything Are there else. any Broadway uh, fans listening? Let us know your thoughts on how to break in a glove from Dear Evan Hansen. It's bad, right? You don't like it? Agree with us. Um, why don't you like the song, How to Break in a Glove? Why don't, you, why don't you like the song? You already know the answer. You also hate the song. I know. I'm I'm helping convey to those I who may not know the song. I hate it because it's dumb. 
Why is it dumb? Give us context. It's dumb because it's supposed to be a metaphor about, you know, father, son, developing a relationship with their father. And it's all about, you know, you got to put a lot of ta- hard work and time and effort and thought into breaking in a glove, which is supposed to be with a relationship with whoever. But the whole song, all the lyrics are actually about breaking in a glove and they don't work in metaphorical terms. Now, maybe I'm just like completely wrong here and I'm missing some bigger picture, which is very possible. But as of now, I think the song is dumb. All the other music is amazing and I love it. I love the story. I think it's an awesome journey. Uh, The the musical as a whole. Um, What else? What, What other inspirations are you excited for? Musical Are we just going to say them all or what? Say another one. They're fun. Well, there are only like six of them. So No, well, no, 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 no. There's a bunch. But go ahead. Just, just okay, name another we've one. We've got a... Uh, yeah, so musically, uh, on, the, on the music side of things, the musical is also completely different from last year. I think every single musical we pay homage to in this year's musical, none of them were used in last year's none of them were used last year not one one show repeat i'm not referring to the uh the song being repeated we wouldn't do that but like even the show Mm -hmm. all the shows are completely different um this year we have a hamilton very excited about that uh inspired song right that's it that's all they get okay hamilton and and it's really good. And Dear Evan Hansen. That's oh my get. god! It the lyrics. Wow. I have a it's question. Really good, guys. I have a question for the audience. So you guys at home, in your car, please, in your, in your headphones, tell us. And we are going to be reading the comment section on this video very carefully. Tell us what things do you think should be in YouTube Rewind 2020, and that means the, the, the actual YouTube Rewind. And the musical, sure. Whether it is an event that occurred, or uh, but try a to keep person. it try to keep it YouTube related, yes. because we have all the world things covered. Trust we have us. all the girl. We got all the world things. But what YouTube events do you think, or people, what what do you think deserves to be in it, and and why? Tell me what impact it had on either the landscape, YouTube landscape as a whole, or what impact it had on you as a viewer. Write those in the comments because we yeah. are going to be reading those and then adding those to our production. Right. We so, want to make sure your voice is heard because YouTube doesn't ask like, hey, what do you guys want to see in YouTube Rewind? I'm sure like they have a creative team of, of uh, no, non-YouTubers. Sure, oh, I don't know. I'm sure they do. Um, what are those called where they bring people in a room and they're like te- like test audiences essentially? You know the phrase focus groups. Focus groups. That's Sorry, not a word of the day. Um, yeah, f- focus groups. I feel like they have focus groups where they ask, "What happened this year? Who are your favorite creators?" They're taking they're taking polls all the time. So I'm sure they are gathering data, but we are not Google and we don't have that ability. So this is how we're going to gather data. Yeah. So help us with this data. Yeah, and don't just put like PewDiePie. Right. You know, put like I want to see PewDiePie because. because he did this or this specific thing because that's really helpful to us. Yeah, uh, we, we literally are going to read them and start throwing them into the mix and figuring out how to make those work because we need we need because there are only like so many of us on our team and our our creative team is very diverse, which I'm very proud of, uh, but we can't cover everything in like the seven of us or however many there are. 
How, how so, many like hour or is it, like so many minutes are uploaded every second to YouTube? The stat is probably a billion. The, the I don't stat know. the stat is insane. But like we can't watch it all. We don't know it all. So we need you guys to help because you're the audience. Um, seriously though, you, tell us. And also like with, I feel like some people might put like TikTokers. Which is fine, I be, guess. Be specific. I don't know. Be specific. Try to. Try yeah. to. And if it's not specific. This is your homework if it, assignment. If it's not specific, tell us why it's general. Like, oh, well, TikTok as a whole platform was was important because or significant because blank. Make sure your statement has the word because in it so that you can explain yourself. And maybe we'll be responding to some of our favorites and ha you know opening a dialogue about ones that we like asking questions i think that will be fun but like let's make this an open dialogue in the comment mm -hmm. section so we can figure out make sure everyone is represented and like their favorites are somewhere to be found uh that's what we need help with mm -hmm. so more spoilers maybe but name one youtuber we can expect to, to see not the actual youtuber but an actor playing a youtuber Mr. Beast. <laughs> yeah, I think Mr. Beast is an obvious. He the kid's at forty, almost forty-five million subs, or he is at forty-five million. I don't know. It's ridiculous. He exploded. I mean, he's been exploding yes. on the platform for a while, but like, man, this year was insane for that kid. We have pretty much all new main characters this year. New leads. New leads. Yeah, which is exciting because. I think it shows how quickly the landscape changes mm -hmm. in YouTube. And also, I'm just excited to like highlight even more people we couldn't last year because there wasn't enough time, you know, mm -hmm. in, in the scope of the musical. So you guys can expect some, some really awesome new faces. Did you like the, the actual 2020 Rewind? There isn't one. I mean, sorry, 2019. Did you like the actual 2019 Rewind? Um, I thought it was very well edited. I mean, for, for what it I was. Agree. I agree. Uh, whoever edited that did a very good job. There was a lot of like motion graphics and... Oh my gosh, I know what I want to okay. say. What? What did they tell you at that photo shoot? This is the secret scoop. Before the pandemic, uh, earlier this year, like the beginning of the year, I did this photo shoot for YouTube. Um, where they had a bunch of YouTubers come in and take photos for an event that never happened. <laughs> or it, it happened, but it was like online or something. Um, and while I was there, there was someone from YouTube who was like, we loved YouTube Rewind the Musical 2019. And we were all sharing it around the office and watching it together. And she, I believe, was tangentially involved in... The actual YouTube rewind or prior ones, so the YouTube gods themselves. It was have cool spoken. to hear someone from YouTube say that they liked the musical. I wonder how they will re react to this year's. I don't. I don't know I was, if they're gonna like it. Why wouldn't they like it? That's an interesting question. Why do you think they wouldn't like it? Because of the second song, and the. Oh, that's why I love it. The fifth yeah. song, because the second song and the fifth song, I think, is why they wouldn't like it. Yeah. I would say we are definitely pushing a boundary we didn't last year. I think we're pushing a boundary that needs to be pushed. 
I think that we are being honest. And that's going to, yeah. It, just, it might, it, yeah. It, it's going to be really interesting to see how it's received. I don't know if it's going to make creators, I'm making it same way more dramatic than it actually is. It's but not like, that bad. It's not that bad, but I wonder if some of the ref, the things we discuss in song two and five are going to, wait, one, two, three, one, two, three, four, five. Oh, song six. There are seven songs this year. It depends on what you count as a song because there's like little transitional things. I know the songs you're referring to though. I'm referring to I know, my song. I know the ones you're referring to. You and I'm need... referring to the final transition. I understand. I know ex you don't you have to explain I know exactly the two okay. songs that you're talking about so I'm I'm a pretty political person on Twitter and I think most people know my political beliefs and where I stand on racial inequality sexism and whatnot um but I do think that this year introduced like a new level of I have to speak up at all times and for some people that meant I have to speak up for the first time and for others it me meant I have to speak up in all instances even when it's an issue that doesn't apply to me so mm -hmm. if I'm being completely honest with my own experience like I've always been very vocal about um like being mixed race being a woman being a woman in a very uh male dominated space as an athlete or whatever um you know left-leaning politically whatnot um, but then in other issues that may not apply to me, I don't, I don't feel like I have like, why, why should I speak up fully? Mm -hmm. Because I don't identify with that sexuality or gender preference or whatever. Um, and this year has just like really taught so many people, including myself that like, I have to speak up at all times because it's important for me to do that for people who don't have that voice. And I feel a lot of that with this musical, um, that not just like in some aspects of the musical we are we are definitely doing just that which i'm really excited about but also i'm like calling people out on their shit you know i mean a few weeks ago months i don't know august i was in the la times calling out bryce hall for throwing a covid party and I don't think I would have done that a year ago. I think a year ago I would have complained about it to you verbally, but not posted anything about it. Um, and I feel like in this musical, uh, there are elements of we are addressing some shit that occurs on this website head on. And that's really scary because it could do you think it could upset people i hope it does upset people because you want it to make them you want it to affect them and make them look but at not this. like a shock value way well when you say upset people do you mean the people that were like i don't know i because I... who cares like if you're throwing a covid party i don't care if you're upset that i'm calling you irresponsible you're you're, you're irresponsible like i don't that that's not my concern at all. Why like why should I be concerned about calling people out? You know what I mean? I I feel like that's yeah I, I don't know. Uh, it's just they're all a lot of them are sensitive subjects. We have to be. Uh, we have to be. 
intelligent in the way that we approach everything. Um, but I'm kind of excited for that. I don't know. I'm excited to get to, to get to speak out about a, a myriad of different Right. Topics. I think last year's musical was very like positive and funny. And well, it's not, it wasn't even all that. Like we, yeah, we did talk true. about We talked about stuff. like Jake Paul and Tana Mojo we, we talked, getting married for cloud no, and whatever. We, we, talk, we talked about plenty of that stuff. So we did. I don't think we shy. We didn't shy away from it last year. I just think this There's year so we had so much more of it. I think year. we just are. I actually don't agree. I think it's always that bad. And this year we're just laying it in even harder on it. I think it's always been around. I think it's naive to think that it's only it's been getting worse. I think it's always bad. And people are now just finally saying something about it. Which is a good thing, you know? And it's it's something that I'm very, very um, grateful for in this year of hell. Um, is that... Seeing other people speak up more um, and also feeling more empowered myself to speak up more for for everything. Whether it's Black Lives Matter or Bryce Hall is throwing a party and spreading COVID inevitably, <laughs> you know, I just feel like I have, I don't know, I, I feel, you know, I, I, I think it was just like, Especially when you start on the platform and even now, there's so much pressure to be like family friendly, don't cause drama, don't like inflame anything because then you're more advertiser friendly and and you have like this brand image. Um, and I, I think now it's like if you're not telling the truth and you're not being vocal and using your platform to do something good then you're not family friendly then you're not you know leading by example for for kids to learn i want my kids to speak up when they see something wrong at school or otherwise oh my god i can't wait to have kids it's gonna be great <laughs> not a not, i don't want to do it i don't want to put them in the world right now right Maybe we wait a little bit until things maybe get a little bit better. Uh, but yeah, that's gonna be a fun time. I don't. Uh, any closing thoughts on YouTube Rewind? My closing thoughts are: let us know below what events, uh, instances, people, memes you would like us to attempt to include, and um, we'll also be reading through them and responding to them and really appreciate everybody who's going to take the time to do that for us. We really, really appreciate it. Wrap us out. Thank you guys so much for spending a little bit of your day with us. If you are new here, be sure to subscribe, give us a review in the iTunes store. And if you made it to the end of this podcast, congratulations, mission accomplished. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.